Hey listeners, Jennifer here. Do you ever feel disconnected or even lonely as a business owner? I believe a huge part of being really successful in business is making powerful connections. And because I am so passionate about community and connections, I've created a place for you to connect, network with other like-minded entrepreneurs, and even get feedback from a certified coach, that would be me, on your business. Every week, I host a one-hour coffee chat so that you have a consistent and free space to be in community with others who are on a similar journey. I would love to invite you to be a part of this community. Even if your afternoon beverage of choice is not coffee, I welcome you to join us. Go to the link in the show notes to join. I can't wait to meet you. Imagine having a guide to walk with you through the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. Someone who has been where you are and knows the psychology and the magic of business done with ease and joy. Welcome to the Clarity to Cash podcast, the place for you to get crystal clear in your business and life so you can feel confident about getting to that next level of cash and impact. I'm your host, Jennifer Jacobson, former therapist and certified life coach for female entrepreneurs. My mission is to get you the clarity you need to create the life and business you desire. Every week, I will be your guide to more clarity, confidence, and cash in your business. Get ready to feel the power of clarity to cash. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Clarity to Cash podcast. Today, I have a guest who is going to tell you a little bit about her, but she is really an inspiration because she has been working in the school system for a very, very long time and recently pivoted into coaching. And she has a really powerful story that I really am excited for you guys to hear today. And she's going to also tell us a little bit about what it's like to get clarity on your next step and how you can pivot at any age and in any time of your life. You can always really move into what you are most excited to do. So welcome Sherry Dixon to the podcast. Thank you, Jennifer. I'm super excited to be here today. And that was such a nice little opening about me. (laughs) Yes, well, you really are so inspiring. And, uh, you know, I could read your whole bio here if I wanted to, but I would love to, um, you know, you guys could read that in the show notes if you want to, but I'd love to hear from you a little bit about your story and how you've gotten the clarity um, that you've arrived at today. Well, perfect. Absolutely. So, I am from a very small town in North Iowa. Um, I grew up with very young parents. Um, They were teenagers when I was born. And so, you know, they were still growing up as they were raising me. And teachers were superheroes for me. Mm -hmm. And so I knew at a very young age I wanted to be a teacher so that I could pay it forward and help that, you know, that kid out there that just probably needed a little extra nudge or a little extra love or a little extra something. And uh, the funny thing is I wanted to be a PE teacher because I wanted people to have healthy bodies. I've always been very active. I'm a runner, but as time went on and I got through, you know, life as a child, my parents went through a, a pretty 
chaotic divorce. My dad remarried, my sister and brother. We all kind of lived in separate places. I spent time with my grandparents a lot. I just realized that, um, you know, I never thought I was going to be a mom. I just, I was going to go into the work world. I was going to be this great teacher, support kids. And all of a sudden, I became a teenage mom. Um, I was 19, so I was actually out of high school, but just in my very um, early part of college. And I had to make a decision at that point in my life, whether I wanted life to dictate how I lived it, or if I wanted to be in charge of my life. Yeah. And I actually wrote about that in the book Unleash Her, which I have a chapter. Um, it's an international bestseller, so a little plug for the book. Yay. But um, it really was about knowing I could give more for my daughter. I could show her what a strong woman was and um, still pursue all of my goals and dreams. And again, at that point in time, it was to be in education. So I've been in public education for 28 years. I'm currently an elementary principal and I absolutely love it. But about 10 years ago, shortly after a divorce I had myself, um, I started to get this feel in my gut that something just wasn't fulfilling me. And it wasn't that I didn't love my job. It was just that something I needed a change. I needed something a little bit different and I couldn't figure it out. So I tried to dabble in real estate a little bit, did some house flipping, um, did some things trying to convince myself I was going to do something else. And fast forward to my birthday this past year in 2022, and I knew that it was just time. Um, and so I got my certification in life coaching, and I don't want to stop having an impact on the world, but I want to shift how I have the impact because I've already touched so many lives of children, teachers, and the public education realm, which I'll never let go, of course, but now... I want to help women like me. I want to be that cheerleader, that accountability partner, that person that helps you go, okay, who am I now? What do I want? Yeah. And to know that you can do anything you want. You yeah. know, if you can dream it, you can do it. I know that sounds cliche, but um, it's absolutely true. And look at me, I'm 51 and I'm doing what I want. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why it's so inspiring because, you know, so many women um, who open their own business, like they actually are really miserable in their jobs. And so <laughs> it's very obvious that they need a shift, they need a change. And, you know, they feel very motivated to make that change to get out of the pain that they're in. And for you, it's a little different because you actually love what you do. You just need something a little different and have a different dream. And I think it's very inspiring that, you know, you want to help women kind of make those changes in their lives, even if their life isn't, you know, necessarily horrible. You're just like allowing them to dream a little bigger and, you know, get to the place where, you know, they're doing something maybe they never thought was possible before. And so I think that's really so inspiring. I want to ask you, though, how did you know you wanted to be a coach? And how did you know you wanted to help people like you through the coaching, you know, through that modality? 
That's a really good question. I'll have to say, you know, thinking about everything that I've gone through in life. So when I graduated from college, um, I was 24. Of course, I was put back a little bit because, you know, I was a mom also. And at the time, trying to find teaching positions in North Iowa was very difficult, especially in small towns. So we decided to make a big pivot, big, huge we don't do things small, you know, in my family. Um, and we moved to Houston, Texas. So fourth largest city in the United States from this small, teeny tiny town. And that was when I made my big first pivot. And I had to think different, um, dress different, show up different. I was now a professional, so to speak. Um, I had to learn to speak differently. My family is not real educated. And so, you know, I had to learn all of those things. And as I did all of that, I did a lot of it on my own. I had people in my world, but, you know, they were friends that we became like family because here a lot of people are transplants when you, it comes to the education world, but it's just a little different. I don't, I never really had a real close relationship with my own biological mother. And so, and my sister and I, we, you know, we connect, but not always. And, you know, it's just, I didn't have that girl tribe, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so I learned how to make that pivot to where I could get to be the person that was known to be a, a strong educator, a strong mother, a good role model. And then I went through a divorce. So I was married for about 20 years and our daughter had gone off to college and we were empty nesters. And I think we just realized that maybe we married very, very young and we both had different goals and dreams in life. And um, it was just, it was time to make a change. Now it was an ugly divorce, of course, and divorce isn't usually not very good, but that was another time when I had to make a big pivot. And because we were here without family, I didn't have the support of my family. And then when you make friends as a couple and you go through a divorce, that's very challenging because they have to pick a side or in our case, a lot of them just kind of retreated because they didn't want to pick a side, right? They liked us both and loved us both, but didn't want to get in the middle. And so again, I felt very alone in that process, but I learned how to build a life that I wanted and to build the dreams that I continued to know that I wanted to accomplish and to continue be that being that great mother to my daughter who was now becoming an adult herself. And I never wanted her to have that non-support, right? I wanted her to have, I know I can always go to my mom if I need something kind of feel. And not that my parents were not there. My dad is remarried. My mom has now passed on, but, um, and they're great, but they're not here and they're not in my world every single day. So I went through the healing process with the divorce and that's when I started to get that inkling of something needed to change. And I really felt like I didn't know in which direction to go because change is scary. And then you worry, you know, what if I make a mistake? And as a single, you know, you're responsible for everything. So you don't want to fail. You don't want to make a mistake. And I'm a high achiever. I'm a type A and, um, you know, you just, you don't want to fail. All right. And I had already been feeling like a failure when the marriage dissolved. So after getting to the other side of that, and it took me a long time, it took me about 10 years. 
that's when I really realized that women need women. Mm. Women need a support system. Mm-hmm. And going through it and the ups and downs and the mistakes, because I made so many mistakes and I made so many good choices and, you know, other questionable choices in life because we're human. And um, I just felt like if I could help somebody not have to go, who has to go through that journey, not have to go through it in such a long timeline, you know, because it wasted time for me. It wasted money for me. Honestly, it wasted, you know, one of the bad choices I made is I let our home go. Mm-hmm. I, I sold it. I left the state. I left my retirement fund. I left everything just because I was running. And that was a really bad choice, but nobody told me, Hey, Sherry, don't do that. That's a bad choice, you know? And so, um, that's when I started to think maybe I need to pivot. And again, I didn't really know where I was pivoting to, but about a year and a half ago, a very dear friend of mine, uh, they went on vacation and they came back and I've known him forever. He was a police officer in our area here and, um, he had a heart attack and he died and it was very unexpected. And he was in his young fifties and, I just thought, you know, I give so much of my life to education. I give so much of my life to everything else. When am I going to start taking care of me and fulfill my dreams? And that dream I finally realized was to help women not have to go through the the process in the same way I did. And so that's how I got to this point of starting a girl and her dog coaching and consulting. And the dog part comes in because through that divorce, you know, if I hadn't had that four-legged brown dog with me, um, you know, I truly believe therapy dogs are a real thing. Um, you know, I, I probably don't know where I would have ended up. So yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I just absolutely love that story. And I love that you have not only, um, a therapy dog, but maybe a coaching dog. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, he'll, he'll cuddle you. If we were in the live coaching session, I, I promise you could have that 85 dog, pound dog right up on your lap, just cuddling you away while you're trying to work through all of your things yeah. because, you know, that's what he does. Yeah. Now, I can really imagine that it's it's got to be hard to make that transition after being in this space for so long and, you know, to, and, and not that you're necessarily, you know, giving it up per se, but you're, you know, you're going into this new direction and pivoting. And it sounds like you've done a lot of that in your life. And it's really so amazing that, you know, you want to help other women make that pivot, you know, go more easily and more simply and more quickly. Um, But I'm wondering what kind of things have come up for you in terms of mindset blocks, in terms of fears, in terms of limiting beliefs, all of that. What's come up for you and how have you overcome those? Well, um, I will tell you that they've all been there. Every single fear you can imagine has popped up. You know, um, I'm pretty confident in my skills as an educator. I've, you know, I've had the principal of the year awards, the teacher of the year awards, you know, those kinds of things. I've mentored people, you know, when you do this 28 years, you know what you're doing by that point. However, the one thing about public education is we always know it's going to be there. We always know we're going to have a paycheck. We learned very quickly in the pandemic that you cannot have 
life without teachers, right? You know, homeschooling was a thing and it really wasn't a great thing. And, um, you know, we're one of those, those entities that we're just always going to be around. We don't have to market ourselves. I don't have to stand out in front holding a sign saying, come into my school. You just come. We take all of you. Right. So pivoting and one, not necessarily the word brag on yourself, but marketing yourself Mm. was something that was truly out of my comfort zone. Mm. I know that I know what I'm doing. I know that I'm intelligent and trained and and competent, but nobody in the world knows me, right? And so you've got to put your name out there. And that that was scary going on social media not necessarily being afraid to get on camera. I've been on camera before, but more, what if people think I, this is a dumb idea? You know, that fear of judgment. Yeah. Um, so not only this fear of marketing, but the fear of judgment, that, that was huge. Um, you know, I always say to my daughter, my daughter is one of those girls that's just, you look at her and you go, oh my gosh, she must have beautiful parents. Um, because she's amazing. She's just beautiful. Glamorous hair, glamorous eyes, glamorous everything. And I always think I'm very simple in comparison. Um, And so then I worry, you know, had the days of, am I good enough to be on camera? Am I, do I look good enough? Do I sound good enough? Um, Then it's that whole fear of, of income, I'm my own person. I don't have people to rely on. My parents are around, like I mentioned, but they're not here. And, you know, they're retired. And so they have a set income at this point. And, um, you know, what if it fails? You know, where do you go from there? What if I lose my house and lose my car and um, can't buy the cute shoes, you know, kind of a thing. So you always know you're going to have health insurance and education. You always know you're going to have the same paycheck every two weeks. I mean, you just know those things. So stepping into this world, there are so many little pieces that are so scary, but I have to always stand back and remember my purpose and my passion. Mm -hmm. And my purpose is to make an impact for women so that they don't have to, as I mentioned, go through the same things in the same manner that I've had to go through. And then my passion is just to continue to have an impact on the world. And if I keep those at the forefront, some, the, the scary pieces, the fears, they start to get a little bit better. Yeah. And I think the other big thing that I do is I just celebrate those small wins every single day. So before I go to bed at night, every day, every day, consistently, I have to tell myself this was a win today. And it might not be a win for anybody else, but it was a win for me. And I did that. So it's that self-worth with your with your own self as well. But yeah, it's scary, but um, we're going to do it. And I'm, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. The great news is I do have, you know, education and um, good things to fall back on, you know, if it ever goes wrong. But I don't want to be that. I have a safety net. I want to be that brave person in the world that just goes for it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't... See why you wouldn't be. I mean, you just, you just have so much courage just looking at you. I know you guys can't see Sherry, but she just, she's brimming with, with confidence. And I love that she's so vulnerable though, that she will, and Sherry, you, you absolutely have had like every fear that you could possibly experience. And yet 
you know that they're there and you're overcoming them every single day and you're, you know, you're pushing out of your comfort zone and you're doing it scared. And I think that is absolutely so incredible. And I would, I'd be so curious to know, do you have any other tips? I hear that you are, you're always acknowledging yourself, your, um, what, what was I trying to say? You know, celebrating your small wins every day. Um, any other tips for those women out there who are afraid of pivoting, afraid of, you know, trying something new and unknown and scary and maybe getting into coaching or, you know, some kind of online service uh, business? What other tips do you have for them to just overcome all those fears? <laughs> I would definitely say um, a couple of things. Number one, just start. I have this phrase, perfectly imperfect, that I love. I live by it. I keep it everywhere. Um, just to remind myself, if we wait until we're perfect or if life is until life is perfect, you'll never get started with anything. And there is no more perfection, right? We're all a work in progress. And so... Um, just take the first step. That first step is the scariest because we build it up in our mind. All these demons and all these monsters come out, right? All of our history and everything, it just surfaces at that point. And so um, the great thing is there's this promise in life that just one small step, one small step can have such a huge impact on yourself. I also think that, you know, we have to learn in the process. I'm a teacher by heart. So, of course, that's always what I'm doing is learning and reflecting. And I'm always constantly, like I was talking before, stopping and celebrating what went well every day. But then I also have to remind myself and keep myself humbled enough to know what didn't work. Why didn't it work? And then what did I learn from it? Yeah. And, you know, that's a reflection process that you do have to learn. And the great thing is being a school leader, you're constantly reflecting on what you do and what's working and what's not working. So you can make those pivots. But when you learn how to do that and you do it on a regular basis, you can pivot before everything goes completely into the trash, you know, before yeah. it all goes sideways and you can't recover from it. So those would be my two biggest pieces of advice. Start before you're ready. Just take the one little step. It's going to be okay. And if you look bad, who cares? Because everybody has looked bad at one point. Listen to my podcast, um, very first episode, and you'd go, girl, <laughs> you, you had the courage to come back and do another episode. But every episode got better and better and better. And that's what it's all about. And then just remember, learn from whatever doesn't work and learn from what does work. Because yeah. Lifelong learning is what we're all about. Oh, I love that. So well said from a <laughs> 28 <laughs> years in public education. Oh. I love that so much. I think, yeah, and I, I so try to instill that in my clients too, is that there is no such thing as perfect. And we can absolutely learn from everything we put out there, all of our failures, and really like 
you know, maybe your first podcast wasn't the best, but I bet you were judging yourself way more harshly than anyone else was. (laughs) I'm sure I was. I am absolutely positive I was. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for those tips, Sherry. You are such an inspiration. And if anyone out there is interested in finding out more about a girl and her dog, (laughs) aka (laughs) Sherry Dixon, and we really want to see this dog, by the way. (laughs) He's so handsome. He's amazing. He's a chocolate lab pit bull and he's just he's amazing okay so how can we find you and your amazing dog and um also tell us the name of your podcast so we can we can compare and contrast no i'm just kidding (laughs) absolutely um so my podcast is strong inside and out and i drop on spotify and apple um i'm about 20 episodes in um as a matter of fact this, this next week will be 21, and um, I recently got to interview you, so you're going to be episode 22. Um, so it's still baby. I'm, I'm a toddler in the business world and in the podcasting world, but it's coming along. I love the podcast because we really do talk about being a strong woman on the inside and out. I've had guests on. Um, I've had opportunities to uh, spend time with the co-authors from the book I was in. I've had opportunities just to share my own thoughts on being a strong woman and what it means to me and how I can, you know, help others, help my listeners get to that point as well. My website is actually www.findagirlandherdog.com. And when you go onto the website, you'll see, you, you get to meet Oakley. He's on there as well, but you'll see that I do have a link down at the bottom of the homepage where um, I would love to be able to provide your listeners a free coaching session. Um, They can go ahead and sign up in my calendar and we can spend some time together. You know, it's absolutely free, no commitment. Um, Of course, if you want to continue to work with me, I have some information on the website as well, but Again, my my whole goal is just to have an impact on women in any way I possibly can. And in order to do that, I have to know that anything and everything I do is there to be of service to others, which kind of makes sense today. We're recording on Martin Luther King Day and, you know, he was all about service. So um, that's what I'm all about. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here today and sharing your story and sharing all of your super helpful tips. And you guys check out Sherry, check out her podcast, Strong Inside Out, check out her website. And truly, she's on a mission to really make such a difference for women. And I, I'm just so grateful that I met you. So thank you for being here today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And y'all just go out there and be strong. Just take that first step. Love it. Thank you, Sherry. Thanks for listening to the Clarity to Cash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please write a five-star review and share with your biz besties. If you want to learn more, come visit me at jenniferjacobsonlifecoaching.com. That's Jacobson with a K. Talk to you next week.